the all-star app, the number one app in the business, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. Bangtao MMA, head wrestling coach Frank Hickman. Bangtao MMA has been going tremendously in such a short period of uh, short period of time, man. And just tell us, like, what's in the works at the gym? Because I've been seeing construction going on, but there's no news. Um, <clears throat> thanks for the introduction, brother. Fortunately for us at the gym, um, we're in a kind of in a position to where we've we're we're expanding some things at the gym. Um, we're expanding our MMA area. We're expanding our Muay Thai. And we're expanding our SNC. Um, right now, we, we purchased or we, we're getting the, the spot next door, the area next door. We're going to put in um, more Muay Thai. And it's a boxing facility downstairs. And then we'll have stairs leading up top, which will be padded. Uh, mats upstairs for kids, yoga, um, more jujitsu, etc., things like that. So we're excited for the for the process. Everything's um, kind of full steam ahead right now. So yeah, we're looking to to move out the MMA area a bit more, um, put in some more more time, more more rings in that, and then obviously we're going to add our cage and everything like that. So we're definitely excited for the future. Um, put ourselves in a position to that we thought was best for the gym, um, what was best for the customers, and that's to to expand while we while we can you know before high season high season gets here so that's where we're headed high season is about to uh be upon us you know before even high season happens you've had a bunch of names flying in to the facilities to train to do parts of their camp you know and even the local businesses around the area have been embraced embraced you guys with uh open arms how has it been to have that community kind of just accept you because there hasn't been a gym created in that area like the one you guys have yeah it's been it's been it's been awesome having the, the local community the thai community up in that area the bank house are in kind of open their arms up to us um and see what we're doing see what we're about or kind of see what we bring to the area um and again like accepting us and you know seeing the vision that we have you know hopefully it opens up more to the community more job opportunities you know, we definitely want to get the youth more involved in Thailand, not just for Muay Thai uh, fitness, but also for the MMA aspect of things. Um, offer them a chance to, you know, wrestling, grappling, jujitsu, uh, MMA, something else besides Muay Thai, you know, another avenue they can take uh, of not just being Muay Thai, but you can also do, you know, MMA as well. Um, so we're excited for that. Uh, it's a great area. Um, a lot of great people around the area. Um, so it's good to have them on board. You know, that's a big step in any business. If you can get the local community on board, if you can get the locals in the area to, to kind of buy into what you're doing and see the vision that you have, uh, it's definitely relieving. One name that sticks out who has done two trips to Bangtao is Zhang Wei Li. You know, what can you tell us about her and, and her work ethic and her dedication to the game. Yeah, I think, you know, having Wei Lee around the gym has been tremendous. You know, she was already a tremendous athlete, um, a tremendous student before she got to the gym, you know, with her work ethic, just her overall raw athleticism and her demeanor to the sport, you know, um, 
how she carries herself, how she goes about her day-to-day activities, having her around. So the younger people, uh, the younger generation, even some of the pro fighters to see whether it's the UFC or even on the local scene to see how she trains, you know, what she puts into her every day, whether it's recovery, you know, whether it is her training, uh, wrestling, pad work, uh, SNC, she's always doing something, you know, whether you see her running down the road, uh, training on the weekends, she really puts herself out there and puts herself in a position to, to be where she's at. Um, she was a champ before she's fighting for the belt again. You know, there's a reason why she's put herself in this position. Uh, her work ethic is second to none. Um, and again, her, her overall just knack for the sport and, and how she picks up things and everything is, is something to be seen. She really is a true martial artist, not just on her standup, but her grappling her wrestling her jujitsu, everything. Um, so really looking forward to watching her make a statement on uh, November 11th and, you know, become the new champ at that weight class. You know, everybody's excited for her. I know she has everybody in Bangtao behind her. She's got everybody in, in China behind her. So it'll be an exciting big weekend for her. You You worked with her, you know, one-on-one. How were those sessions? Pretty intense, if I'm being honest with you. You know, she... She shows up early and she shows up to work. You know, she doesn't when when it's work time, she doesn't really fuck about. You know, she's she's there to get better to get better. She's there for a purpose. And she knows what she wants to accomplish. You know, with her, once we start going and by the time you look at the time, you know, it's it's damn near over an hour of of everything, of the positions you're covering and Man, she doesn't slow down. It is a true workout when you actually do one-on-ones with her. Don't let her size fool you. She, you know, she brings her A game and everything she does. So it was a joy to work with her, man. You know, um, yeah, just everything about her, I think, for the most part is, is, is good, you know. Not just her stand-up or wrestling, every, every facet of the game. From, you know, observing her in wrestling class, from working with her one-on-one, how good is her wrestling, her grappling, compared to, like, other female fighters you've trained with? I think very good. Um, she makes it sound like she doesn't really have – she hasn't wrestled much before, but she has. Uh, when you go with somebody in wrestling and you can feel, like, their body position or their body awareness or, you know, um, her body mechanics in the sport – you can tell she's done it before. Um, her physicality is 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 another thing that really sticks out. You know, most girls her size shouldn't be able to do the things that she can do when it comes to wrestling. But you know, going with her, she does. You know, man, she's she's a little fireball. Definitely, definitely, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the team is is ready locked and loaded you'll be there right you'll be in new york so yep. you'll see her and she'll she'll feed off that energy right i think that's yeah. another thing that's important for her as well as is that good energy you know around her yeah um in this sport it's such a hard sport if you're gonna do it you might as well have fun doing it you know if you're gonna show up to practice and put in the grueling hours and you know all the different arts, you better be able to have fun with it and crack a joke and, you know, talk a bit of shit and, 
when she first got there, she was a bit shy and timid, but by the end of it, she opens up. And to be honest with you, when you're around me and we're training and stuff, you, you have to have a bit of, you got to be able to do that, have a bit of tough skin and have fun while you're doing it because it's kind of the way I operate. You know, I like to crack jokes and be serious when it's time to be serious, but when we're not, you know, we're going to get to know each other and, you know, talk a bit of shit. And I think she does feed off of that. And she likes to have that around her. You know, she, she can be serious, but she can also have a laugh when she needs to have a laugh. You are sitting in Auckland, New Zealand. You're in training camp with the boys at City Kickboxing. But before you got there, you actually made a trip to Australia. What was the purpose of that trip? Um, I was fortunate to get down to Windang, Australia uh, with Uncle Joe and Alex. Alex just... He reached out and said, you know, hey, would you be able to come in for a week and just do a bit of bit of training, uh, mostly focus on some wrestling and some grappling. And that's what we did. You know, we 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 wrestled a couple of times a day, grappled, did a bit of sparring, cleaned up some positions, focused on some wall stuff. Um, you know, he would recently gotten out of his cast, even though he was training and he was in great nick while he was still in the cast. Once he got off, he kind of wanted to jumpstart the process a bit. So, you know, that's what we did. We, we did, uh, we did quite a lot of wrestling actually. And, and that was the, that was the gist of the trip was to, to kind of get the body moving and get the body feeling those positions and being aware of certain of where we need to be or, you know, the feel in certain positions. And, and that's what we did. Had a bit of fun while we did it. We were able to go to see the a Hawks game, which is a semi-pro team basketball went down to the nrl grand finals and watched the Penrith panthers win two out of three uh nrl grand finals have a, had a bit of fun while we did it so it was a great trip it's good to see alex uncle joe and in and what he's bit down what he's built down there and the culture that he's built at his gym freestyle so uh yeah it was awesome alex you know he's heading over to abu Dhabi. he's officially the backup fighter he'll weigh in and he he puts his undefeated streak on the line right it, a lot of things are stacked against him you know what i mean he's going up a weight class he doesn't know who exactly he's fighting you know what i mean he could fight either guy and uh it says a lot about him man it says a lot yeah. about what type of like level of greatness he wants to reach you know what i mean because a lot of guys would protect their record right right yeah alex has alex has put himself in a position you know with his work ethic now and uh to where he's able to go up and challenge for this belt, which doesn't happen, you know, very often, you know, people, you could be the champion in your division, but to be able to go up and challenge at the weight class above you, you really have to be making a statement and you have to, with who you're beating and how you're beating them at your current weight class. And I think at the featherweight division, he separated himself and put himself in a position to where he can now go up and challenge, whether it would be Oliveira, whether it would be Islam, you know, for that belt um i know he's just a backup for this uh if nothing goes wrong you know but if something does happen you know alex is able to step up and it's a true it's a show of his character you know what he's done what uncle joe's done you know what his team's able to do um with that and i think that's i think it's awesome man this is as a fighter this is what you dream of you know not only getting the belt at a certain weight class but you know putting yourself in a position to be able to go up and challenge the weight class above you says a lot about it. So yeah, it's, um, and if nothing happens, you know, he gets a trip out of it, 
gets paid to make weight, um, gets to watch a great card, and puts himself in line to be the next one to challenge for the for the lightweight division belt. What about that uh, UFC 284 in Perth, man? That's gonna be. Uh, you're gonna yeah, probably gonna be, be there no matter what, right? <laughs> uh, I love a I love a bit of Western Australia. You know, I don't think Western Australia gets the credit it deserves in Perth. It's a great place. Uh, last time the boys fought there, you know, it was awesome. You know, Mark fought, Tyson fought, Ty fought, uh, Vault Izzy made his debut. It was a great time. You know, it was a great weekend. It's a great place. So February is a good time of the year for that as well. And uh, I'm very happy that the UFC is coming back to Australia and that they chose Perth. To, to do it at so most likely if Volk doesn't step in here he'll probably likely be preparing to to headline that show yeah. in uh in perth right that i don't know uh <laughs> i don't know what the logistics of everything is you know that's handled with the, his management that's handled with his team that's handled with uh the ufc especially they're the ones that make the calls on the dollars and cents and what best fits them you know there was a lot of talk that they weren't going to do it um and then there was talk about, oh, they were going to take it to England. And then, you know, now they announced that it is in Perth. So I'm I'm assuming they'll stack that card with Aussies and, you know, with the Kiwis. You know, it's a it's a card for, for the Anzacs for sure. So, yeah, I guess we'll have to see where, where it plays out. I know within the next month or so they'll start getting together the fight card, start prepping it. You know, but there's a lot of good – a lot of good people, you know, even Casey O'Neill. You know, Casey O'Neill is coming off of her – um, coming off of her injury, she's back in the gym training, working her ass off like she always does. I'm sure she's itching to get a fight, and I'm definitely sure she's wanting to fight in front of her home country. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they would tee that up and put that on there. That'd be great to see. Um, the more you can load a card like that with Australians and um, the Kiwis, the, the better it'll be because those fans are some of the best in the world. You know, I don't think the fans and – Australia, New Zealand get the credit that they deserve, but they really are, you know, diehard UFC fans and they really do get behind their countrymen. Now turning our attentions to city kickboxing, where you're at right now, you know, you mm. usually the usual business trip for you, you know, what I mean, the the roles you play are very clear. Mm. You know, you've been on the countdowns, you've been on the embeddeds. Um, how are the boys looking, you know, in this camp? Still got a few weeks left. Yeah, still got a few weeks left, uh, another three weeks or so before we head over to the States. Building a brand, business as usual, um, it's great to get over here. You know, I'm very fortunate that um, Eugene, Dougie, Twist, uh, Andre, and the team brings me over. Um, we finish up camp, tighten everything up. It's good to be around the boys, have the energy high. You know, everybody's talking shit, everybody's having a laugh. But, you know, please don't get it, you know, misunderstood. The training is serious. You know, we do – the boys do put the work in. Uh, they put their body through some grueling workouts. But that's what it takes in this sport, and it's it's nice. It's a nice time of the year. You know, when you can have this many guys on the same card, this many of the boys going over um, to the States, you know, leaving the women and children at home and handling business over in New York City, uh, that's what it's about. You know, last time in Vegas we had three guys on the card. This time we have four. So we're looking to go in and make a statement again. How is, uh, you know, is he looking? You know, I think a lot of focus uh, will be on him, especially because he's the headliner and then the the whole circumstances around this fight, right? He's lost to the guy twice, but this is MMA, man. It's a completely different right. story. 
it is. It's a completely different uh, story. It's a different sport. But like I've said before, uh, Israel is a true um, martial artist. He's a he's a he's the complete MMA fighter. Whether it's stand up, whether it's takedowns, whether it's takedown defense, um, Izzy Izzy has it all. Um, I know people don't get to see it as much as they'd like, you know, because for the majority of time, people are trying to take him down. But please don't get confused. Izzy can take people down, um, can hold people down. I've seen him submit people. So I think he's in a great headspace. Um, he knows what he needs to do. And, um, again, this is be one for the history books, I think. Yeah, and, and Brad, he was actually in Bangtao for over a month before he headed back to Auckland. And mm. how was it having him in Bangtao? You guys have a close connection. The whole team has a close connection to him. You guys go back like 10 years or so, right? Yes, uh, Brad, the Quake goes back, you know, man, nine, ten years uh, with Woody. Uh, they were the first ones to meet. They have, they've had a, a very long friendship. And then obviously, you know, we've met over the years. It was great having Brad, him, uh, him, his wife, his little girl. They were over for just under two months. He came out, kind of reset himself, uh, refresh a bit, ended up extending his trip. But while, you know, Brad was there, he helped us at the gym, you know, he helped us uh, with a bit of striking, run a bit of classes. Um, he helped some of the fighters there with pad work. He was there when we were doing our circuits, cheering people on. You know, he's a very unselfish person. Um, and just to see him around the gym, not from the fighter's point of view, but from like a coach's point of view and how he can like regurgitate information and pass on information is, is awesome to see because he really does, you know, love this sport and, and he's contributing and giving back, which is awesome to see. Yeah, and also, you know, from well, when I was there and I was around Brad for a couple of weeks, I got to observe him because I don't, this is the first time I've been around him. I never met him before. And he's, uh, he's a very cerebral-like fighter, and he really considers himself like a martial artist. You know what I mean? Some guys are fighters, but he's like a real, real martial artist. He studies the game, like deep. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of times I'll catch Brad looking at uh, YouTube, like breaking down technique, not just striking, you know, wrestling, grappling, jujitsu at the highest level watches. Um, if you're the best at your sport um, at whatever it is, whether it's the grappling, jits, whatever, Brad probably is watching you or studying you somehow, you know, and he's breaking things down and he's coming up to me and saying, oh, what do you think of this? We should try this. You know, what about these positions? So it, it, it helps me build. It helps me grow as a coach as well when you have somebody around who can, you know, bring stuff to you and, and say, what about this? You know, we should try this and stuff. And, you know, it makes me open up my mind and uh, focus on other things that I wouldn't necessarily focus on. So, again, Brad's a total package as well. He's a, he is a true martial artist. So he, he eat, breathes, and sleeps this game. Uh, and it's great to see. And uh, he will do rounds with anyone. You know what I mean? Like there are certain <laughs> fighters that have their little crew and yeah. and do their training, but Brad will get in there and mix it up and and learn off maybe an amateur or or teach the amateur. You know what I mean? Like what they're doing wrong and spend time with them. I've heard that from plenty of fighters at Bangtao. Yeah, you know I've seen Brad many times helping somebody. 20, 30 minutes after classes, then it Brad's in the corner helping them. who have the pads out, showing them this, showing them that. Or even it takes it a step further, and you know I've had some of the some of the fighters on the local scene tell me that Brad will message them something like, 
send them clips or send them like a breakdown of mm -hmm. something. Hey, have a look at this. You know, this will help answer your question that we were talking about earlier. So he really goes above and beyond um, to help spread it. And uh, like I said, man, that's that's good to have when you're a coach to have somebody like that around. Yeah, coaching is definitely in his future, man, without a doubt. Yes. Without a doubt is in his future, man. He's going to be a great coach. Well, he's been coaching for a long time. But, yeah, like when he could fo focus on coaching, I think he'll get to another level. But he's still fighting. So we'll see yeah. him. In that yeah, cage, he's still man. got a, he's still got a lot to prove. Um, I'm excited for this fight from him. It's a great matchup for him. Moicano is a tough opponent, but you know Brad's been working on a lot of good things. He's over here now, finishing up his last four weeks of camp. So exciting times, man. What's what's after New York City? What are you gonna do after that? Um, after New York City, I'll stick around uh, New York because a couple of days after the boys fight. Brendan Laughlin comes in. Uh, Brendan's a great friend of mine. He's fighting for the featherweight title in PFL. He's fighting a very hard Bubba Jenkins. Um, Brendan, a.k.a. Uh, the Million Dollar Man, you know, justice for the red man. Um, this is this is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm happy for Brendan. He's put himself in a position to fight for a million dollars. And uh, what a time for the English MMA. So two weeks after the boys fight, um, Brendan's fighting uh, at Madison Square Garden, so I'll be there to support him, help him in any way that I can, and uh, get behind him. And then back to Phuket? And then back to Phuket. Yeah, back to the gym. Boys are a bit filthy at me right now that I've been away this long. I didn't anticipate it was going to be this long, but um, like I said, uh, it's part of the sport, you know. Yeah. I live the gypsy lifestyle, let's be honest. Living out of a suitcase, it, you know, comes comes with it it is what it is you know do it while i'm young but it'll be good to get back to the gym but before that happens you know this is a business trip and we got to handle some business you know it's going to be like the first time you arrived at the gym when yeah. you didn't even know what it looked like and then now you're no. going to go back it's going to be completely different because you guys expanded it another level it's I, yes I told it's the boys, crazy. listen, when, when I'm away and when I come back and I do the construction, I go, that's that's when we do our best work. They don't seem to agree, but, uh, yeah. You know, we're, again, man, we're fortunate to have the people uh, that back us the way we do. We're fortunate to have the people on board who point us and guide us in the right direction. And I'm very fortunate to have my brother Alex, Woody, uh, the rest of our staff who can – kind of fill the gap, even Shay, fill the gap when I'm gone and stuff like that. But, you know, that's what makes a successful team. Uh, you know, that's what makes us special. These aren't just my coworkers. They're, you know, they're my friends, uh, the family. So, you know, we trust everybody, you know, what we bring to the table. And um, no egos, you know, nobody's being selfish. They understand the task and what we need to accomplish, and they support it. Yeah, UFC 281. PFL championships all going and down in, in New York City. If you want to know anything and everything about all the fighters that work with Frank, go download the, the All-Star app in the descriptions. Frank, of course, man, it's always good catching up with you. And uh, yeah, man, all the best in the rest of the year. Always. Thank you, brother. <laughs>